Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. guest today for the third time is good friend of the show isaiah wagner isaiah welcome to the show hey thanks for having me brother so this is the third time you've been on but this is a little bit different today we're going to be talking about a new business venture uh you have just opened early this summer uh a shave ice stand and this is really cool justice shave shave ice i guess this is a big question it's a play on words but is it just ice or is it justice so it is uh justice or just ice, however you people like to, um, you know, pronounce it. Uh, it's originally just justice, justice shave ice LLC. Uh, the name came from my dad, uh, after I was trying to figure out exactly what type of name I wanted to present for it, because it was going to be a family based named originally, you know, something for my nephew's niece and my daughter, you know, because, uh, you know, that's what really kind of inspired me to open this so I could be able to take family trips and so struggling for the name my dad just said hey why don't you call it justice it's justice and it's just ice and i think it's fitting for you son you know and so that's that's what it is that's what we went with so now how did it how did shave ice become a thing i mean as far as you've been looking at different business ventures over the last you know few years and how did this specifically how did this one become something you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm gonna jump into this so it was something tangible. Um, we looked at the at the overall head, the, the cost of it, and um, something that we could do uh, that we didn't need to do kind of full time and put our entire um, effort into. Uh, you know, something with uh, people that are doing food, hot food. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of prep work. It's a lot of so. It's one of those things that you kind of just if you're doing it, you're really do, that's your job. I have a nine to five. My lady has a nine to five. So essentially we, we wanted something we could just do, get away with doing on the weekends, doing events. And, and, and that was something tangible for our lifestyle. Right now with a shave ice stand, uh, you probably have done a lot of research into the origins and whatnot. So uh, a lot of people, when they think shave ice, they think Hawaii. So talk a little bit about kind of what you've, you've done. Cause when you've researched this and kind of looked into doing this, uh, you know, you, you definitely had to kind of like figure out where it started and kind of lo- know a little backstory. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So people associate uh shave ice and it is shave ice. I wanted to give that breakdown for the authentic, for the authentic, authentic name. Excuse me. Mm. It is shave ice, not shaved ice. Um, and that, and that's pretty much what it's called. Uh, the, the difference between 
shaved ice and uh, shave ice. Uh, everybody wants to debate it, but regardless, uh, what whole, what shave ice is essentially is taking a razor blade and and shaving an ice cube with it, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, if you were thinking of a snow cone, it would be more of taking an ice cube and blending it or crushing it with a hammer. So you just having a crushed ice, really fine crushed ice you can, and you and you putting it with flavors. Um, and those flavors can can change and be different as well. So and the name uh, and, and the product is essentially from Japan. It's just it's made its way around the world. People associate it, especially in America, with Hawaii because it's called Hawaiian shaved ice. It's I think I think Hawaiian shaved ice is a is a different style to Hawaii. It's a little bit different than the way that, that they do it in Japan. Um, or the, the way that they would do Pat Binsu is uh, another treat that's out there as well. So um, essentially we don't do, we don't call ours uh, Hawaiian shaved ice. We call it, we're more local. Uh, we've studied a lot of, of how they would be shaving it and how they would be doing it and serving it, but it's, it's our style. It's our, our way of creating it. So, you know, yeah, we call it more of like a black shaved ice. <laughs> And that's the thing with justice too, you know, so, uh, so now, you know, hitting this, hitting the ground running in the summertime, uh, your first event, talk about your first event that was in Florence. Is that correct? Yeah. So our first event was in Florence at an ATV shop. Um, beautiful day. Got to meet a lot of people, serve a lot of, a lot of locals. Um, the time framing of it was beautiful because we were able to kind of get our practice. And, you know, when you first start any business and you're the worker, you don't have somebody managing you and telling you where to be, where to stand, how to do things. Um, it's, it's kind of daunting at first. You don't know exactly how it's going to work, how you're going to be, you know, you're the owner. So it's kind of, it's right there in your face. And then um, as you go with, get into the swing of it and get into the hang of it, you know, things get much easier and, and, and things become way more enjoy enjoyable. So, um, and then we, it prepared us, but we were very still ill prepared for Juneteenth. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. Was Juneteenth, Juneteenth was a real success this year. Juneteenth in Eugene was at Alton Baker park. And it was, uh, I think mostly or all black owned businesses, uh, or at least primarily, and it was a huge success. And for anybody that went, I went with my partner, Dana, and we waited in line for about an hour for, uh, for some shaved ice from you, shave ice from you. And man, it was worth it. You know, you do some really cool stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the added ingredients, some of the candy and, you know, gummy bears and, and, uh, peach, uh, uh, rings. That was, that was a nice little touch. We'll get to that in a second, but talk about what Juneteenth, the celebration meant to you this year. Uh, for us specifically, you know, uh, it's really great to see my brothers and sisters in the community also coming together for an event. That's a beautiful event uh, of of freedom for 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 our people, and um, it, it was a lot of love. I mean, it was a lot of love. You know, you never you never know what any event's going to bring you until you show up, and and you kind of see the reaction of the crowd. And um, we knew that we were doing all right when we had a couple of people waiting the line twice you yeah. know i mean that really says something that's it's just crazy I'm, I'm, I'm super happy that people came out enjoyed the product and and, and really loved it and um you know 
the back of the house is running all right, but the front of the house is running better. So, you <laughs> yeah. know. So the front of the house, talk about working with your partner. You know, uh, you know, she's a big part of this. And this is an opportunity that you guys can spend a lot of time together and whatnot. So, so speak about how that matters or, you know, what that means to you to be able to work with her uh, just kind of on your, your off times away from your nine to five. It's been a blessing, you know. Uh, it's a grind. We still have our struggles. We still bicker like any couple would. But the beautiful thing about it is that when we come together and um, and we're on the same page, uh, I would say majority of the so- majority of the time, um, our end goal is definitely on the same page, and so um, it comes together beautifully. I mean, there's a lot of couples that might be able to not do this. And that was a funny thing. It was one of the things that I looked at as a YouTube video that um, this, this, there's this couple that does it and they were saying he would come home too tired and not be able to spend too much time with me and, and the kids and working nine to five and doing all this stuff. And I was working too and yada, yada, yada. We came together in Texas, of course, so you can do it year round. They came together. They were doing it year round. Like it's benefited our business because we've been able to spend time together always, you know, uh, meaning, meaning like we didn't have to go and spend time with people at work and 40 hours there. So it really benefited the the relationship when it comes to that. So, and we can do it part-time together, which is beautiful. Yeah. Also your daughter. So you had told me off air about how your daughter is kind of like, uh, you know, who better than a seven-year-old, you know, the taste ambassador. <laughs> yeah. The taste ambassador. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit and how yeah. her input is so important. You know, we talked about peach rings and adding candy to the top and she's kind of the one that, that she sets the tempo. She knows what people are going to like. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, we, we just essentially asked her, you know, what would you like to see on top of, uh, on top of our shave ices? Uh, what, what would you like to see as toppings? What would you like to see as flavors? Uh, the, the place we get most of our flavors from um, and, our, and our natural flavors from, um, they have different uh, colors for different um, flavors. So watermelon, red, green. I said, honey, what color is watermelon? She said, watermelon's red, dad. So we go with red. Because, you know, she's speaking for all the kids out there. Yeah. So now speaking to kids, you had said that the, one of the motivations for starting this was that you'd like to take, you know, your nephews and whatnot and nieces on uh, on a trip. And so this is an, a way to make some extra cash on the side. And so something like that. But this is also one of the beauties of doing something like this is that the community kids, all the kids in the area that get to come, that's the ones that they see. They see an ice cream man. They see a shave, shave ice truck and they light up. You know, so that's probably yeah. been really rewarding. So at these events, and especially you know with Juneteenth, all the events are great in different ways. But I'm sure Juneteenth, seeing uh, you know just the the crowds and the people that came, that was probably really cool. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, seeing people I haven't seen in a long time, or seeing people that I have seen around, uh, buddies of mine, friends, family, uh, people that don't really support uh, essentially what BLM would be about, or essentially. Uh, what Juneteenth would, would even be about because they just don't understand. But we've had people come out and, and have a great experience and have a great time and and really love what we're doing. And so it's been a beautiful response. And um, like I said, you know, this is all about the family. You know, there's there's goals and dreams and ambitions that, that I have. I've always wanted to be that uncle that was able to say, oh, you know, our uncle's going to take us to Disney World this year. That's that you know that's an awesome goal to have. Like that's what I want to be able to do. You right. know, I, if I can't 
see them all the time because they're not here, um, then uh, I want to be able to see them. Yeah. Sorry. I got a little emotional. You're good. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to play uh, – I got a new sponsor, another food item. So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna let him kind of explain it to Dirt Balls Energy Bites are the most delicious vegan snack ever created. And they're made right here in Eugene at Elegant Elephant Fine Foods. Go to all of your favorite local grocery stores right now and buy Dirt Balls. Eat dirt, live happy. Go to snacktack.com to learn more. Yeah, Jeremy Dirtball Cummings is grinding. That's another small business owner in our area that's doing some really cool stuff. So if you... Uh, with the excellent name, too. Yeah, Dirt Balls. And they're basically little round... Uh, I'm going to mess this up, but they're like date paste and coconut butter and all these all the uh, flaxseed and all these really healthy things that I probably wouldn't like individually. But when you put them together and you smash them together as a dirt ball, they're really good and they're really good for you. So check those out. Those are Eugene uh, based products. That's now one of my new sponsors. So, so yeah, uh, I hate to cut it off when you when you get emotional, but that's rad that you're getting a reward from this. You know what I'm saying? That, that, That you're really something you're passionate about that is. I mean, you've worked really hard, Isaiah, in this last year. I wanted to segue into this, that over the last year, you've led marches, you've ran for mayor, and you've sparked a lot of debate in our community. And I think that what you were talking about, where you're saying that there's people that may not, may not, you know, be on, all on board with some of the, the different different things like the BLM movement and all that stuff. But, but when you can see that they can come together and see you man to man, that means that what you're doing is, is, is making progress. You know, it's actually proving that you're like, I'm an individual and I want respect. You know what I'm saying? And that, yeah. that's at least my take. And I think that's really huge. You know, you're somebody that's never shied away from, from putting yourself out there. And I think that you've also shown a lot of concessions. This is really difficult but I mean, you've done some some pretty public interviews. There was an interview you did recently that got it it got real heated, you know, in the debate. There was uh, I, I'm just gonna say it. So you were on Rick Dancer's little show, and man, talk on what that experience was like and what the aftermath was. I'm sure that because if anybody's listening that didn't watch it, there was three people: you, Rick, and another guy. And they basically there was points where I was watching it. And it felt like they were kind of cornering you, but some of the questions that were asked from viewers were pretty awful. <laughs> and so you, you remain poised, but you know, I want to hear in your words, what it's like to, to receive criticism for having conversations with someone who may just disagree with your message and why you feel it can be beneficial to do so. I mean, you know, those, those type of conversations are tough to have, but they're, they're also needed. Um, you know, I give exactly, you know, what I can give at, at the, uh, of what I'm asked. I won't, uh, you know, overstep my expertise on certain things. Um, but those conversations need to be have beca- had because uh, it's reaching a different audience that wouldn't be watching it on a black TV television show or a black uh, pod stream or you know any uh, any of that type of content isn't going to reach their ears unless we have somebody who has uh, more of a conservative mind thinking and I don't want to call you know Rick is his own person and he'll tell you that you know whether you, you, you can take him or you can leave him he really doesn't give a damn and that's the beauty about Rick I love Rick I have no I have no problem with Rick you know I know that he and he has his own mind and he has his own opinions I mean that's 
whether we don't like him, <laughs> it's not going to change him. It's not going to change him. It's not going to change what he's doing, you know? And so, uh, and, and I think genuinely the fact is this, he's a good person. He's not going to go out there and be blatantly racist to someone. He's going to try to make every single effort to make someone feel comfort comfortable um uh you know speaking on him as a as a person of what i know of him uh not that everybody's you know shit in gold but outside of that bring me on challenge me and let me answer to the degree that i want to answer i don't think they like some of the answers i gave but that's just what it is and that's kind of the way i framed it and i think that i think i wish i would have did a better job of articulating the fact that both of them had issues with the video, but both of them didn't care to get educated on any of the points or topics that they were talking about and look up to say, hey, look, is this actually factual? Because I'm pretty sure they would look up Google or do other this. It's like, have they took the time to look up those things? I don't think they did. I just think they said, look, this can't be real. Yeah. And, th- and what we were talking and about for context. That's turning more of a blind eye. Right. And so I wish that they would have looked up and did their research on it because if they did their research and came to me with coral hard facts like, hey, this isn't true because this says in this column, yada, 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 then we would have been, it would have been a different discussion, but I'm like, you're not really coming to me with anything. It's just, it can't be. That's all you're saying. That's your argument. For context, (laughs) there's a video going around that people are saying was being shown in critical race theory classes in, in school, which is not, that's not the full truth because they're not teaching critical race theory in high schools. They're not, it's a college course. There's classes about, you know, history in in a different from a different perspective that's being taught a little bit differently and and we're opening that up and i'm like you had said as far as the expertise i'm not an expert on it it's been very well examined i just think that i think the funny thing about a lot of these things a lot of these topics is that um we're we're seeing more and more what's not okay you know what i mean yeah and this is what let me give you the example don't march in the streets don't yell in the streets. Don't protest in the streets. Stop all that, right? You don't see any protests. You don't see any of that. Now it's now it's don't you know? Don't do this to the flag. Don't do that to the flag. You know? Don't silent protest or do this. And now it's uh, okay. We just want to get our children educated, get everybody on the same page of where we're at because we're fighting for just getting the knowledge out there at the very least. Don't educate our kids. Don't do this. And so it's just like what can black people do right because it's so funny they spent the whole summer telling us what we should be doing and then when we take those approaches it's fight 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 to the nail so it goes to show me and a lot of people that they don't want this change to happen because they're fighting us on every type of change we're trying to make that is tangible right you know and and the whole thing about having conversations with people that have a different audience. I think that's really huge. I think it's that, you know, you putting yourself out there so that, cause I mean, there's no question. Rick's reach is huge. So it definitely, it definitely has an impact that there's going to be naysayers. And I give you a lot of, we flat out just don't agree on it. Oh, Me yeah. and Rick and I, and I think that's agree. I think that's good. And you know, last week my episode I interviewed uh, the the Springfield the new Springfield police chief. Yeah. And I was my opinion on it was I was giving him uh, he's new, so we're gonna we're gonna let 
let it happen. I mean, and we've seen results, in my opinion. There's a, a charge in Springfield this last weekend or week on bias. You know, like a charge of, of basically hate crime, which you have not seen in the past. Now, my point, I got a lot of criticism. Not a lot. I got some criticism for even having a conversation with him. But my attitude was like, wait, wait a minute. If I can get more bees with honey by my approach of like actually hearing this guy out and then creating kind yeah. of a of a connection and a bridge, then maybe I can use a little bit of whatever sliver of influence I have, you know? Well, here's the thing. The police are here and they're here to stay for right. a good period of time. I, I can't speak of what's going to happen a hundred plus years. You know, things change rapidly. I can't speak on it, but in our modern day society and the way that I see the the world working as we're going forward, they're here and they're here to stay and they're just trying to make the, the, the departments better. So that being said, why not be able to get to know your local sheriff, yeah. get to know your local captains, get to know your local people who are in charge of getting these things done for you, holding these people accountable, making sure that everybody there's an open office that everybody feels comfortable with, everybody feels comfortable with their safety and what's going on. That That's important. And so I don't see why why that's an issue the issue is when you don't know who those people are that's a huge issue right when they want to hide and be under covers and only come out to what they want to come out to and then they don't you know and they'll speak when they want to speak but you have people that want to say hey look i'm here i want to get to know the community i'm willing to do spent the rent podcast i'm willing to do this i'm willing to listen so come on come on let's let's right. Let's, you know, let's try and, this. and I think that there's <laughs> no? something to be said for the fact that a lot of the criticism comes from people uh, that are like, you know, fool me once kind of thing. Like, fool me once, yeah. shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And so for people that are like, look, until we really see change, I'm going to be extremely skeptical. So I understand that. I completely yeah, understand no, that. I have no issue with that either. Right. I have no issue with that either. You know, I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying, oh, no, you know, no, not at all. Uh, for most people, it's just at least keep an open mind. That's right. where I'm at. Keep an open mind. Uh, you know, always keep, keep to your true values and how you believe. I don't, there's a lot of things I don't trust. That, that's why I opened up my own business. I don't know if I, if I'm working for someone else, that means that that person can get rid of me at will at any time. And I don't know, right. you know, the world isn't promised to you. Yeah. So there's other things you got to put safeguards in. And so I'm fine with people putting safeguards into anything, but open up. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I'm Thomas, Thomas Yuda and I talk a lot and you and him and we have this whole network that's built over really the last calendar year with yeah. COVID and shutdowns and all this different stuff. We've become friends. We've only, we went to, we had a dog park date and walked around at the dog park, you and I, but Thomas and me and you, we're three completely different people that have yeah. this really cool, strong little network. And I love it, you know, because we are so different from different experiences and him and I talk a lot about how we are not just because we consider each other allies to each other, friends, really true friends. That does not mean that we're signing off on everything that we're about. We're, we're all going to disagree. We're all going to learn and grow from each other. And I think it's really important. It's important. You know, now yeah. you have been somebody over the last year that has been as public as anybody in our community and has put yourself out there more than, you know, as, as much as anybody. What is the one thing, the biggest thing that you've learned over the last year? Um, being misunderstood as a bitch. <laughs> sure. uh, and I mean, to be, then that's my completely unfiltered, yeah. honest answer. Yeah. That's what I've learned the, the absolute most, you know, um, 
I mean, there's so many things and that's the, that's the real beauty of it. I've learned so many things and uh, I'm happy. I've grown. I'm continuously growing, you know? Um, and that's what it is. You know, there's a lot of things that I didn't know were appropriate or inappropriate to say or inappropriate to do or, you know, feelings and actions that I wasn't paying attention to that I started paying attention to and mental health and a lot of other things, you know, that I wasn't really paying attention to because I was also brought up to, you know, be a macho man. Sure. And in a lot of instances, I am that that person. But there's a lot of me that I still need to break down. I still need to be able to, to be me and, and be emotional. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, funny, man. It's funny I cried on your show because I've been needing to cry and I haven't been able to cry for like months. And I'm just like, I don't even know what's wrong with me. Like, I just need to just have a good one. And you brought, I don't know what about this show. Maybe it was talking about my, my family. You're talking but, about your family. Talking about, yeah. I, I think it's yeah. pride. I think it's a sense of accomplishment. I think you're working really hard. I think you're doing big stuff. So that brings me to an important question. What's next for Isaiah Wagner? Um, I'm not stopping. It's, it's, it's kind of whatever else really calls me, you know, right now it's trying to make a, uh, make, make my family grow bigger and, um, be in the realm of marriage with my woman and, uh, you know, completing that triangle, trying to do that. You know, I think that's, I'm trying to make sure home is all the way perfect and right. Right. You know, yeah. not, I don't want to say perfect, but I want to try to, I want to try to make everything as secure at home. Not that it already is, but there's just things I need to, to tighten, tidy up, you St- know, stability. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Tidy the stuff up. So that's really what's next. And then after that, it's the sky's the limit, man. Uh, my, my lady's going to be going to, to, to U of O and starting law school and, and, and pursuing her dreams. And, you know, right now she, she switched jobs and she's working with, um, with, with foster care, uh, kids that are, um, uh, I should say have issues. So she works yeah. in that kind of sector of foster care right now. And, um, what's next for me is I want to continue these businesses. I want to see what's going to be tangible, what's going to grow. And I, man, I, I'm inspired by kids, man. I want to, I want to open up more things for kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's why if I had the money, man, do you, if you don't think that we wouldn't have a big go-kart center here indoor, double you know like a mario stop mario kart style fun center we would have that here man if sure. i had the money for that I, like i said that's another idea mark those my words you ones. might not you might those you are, might see it in two years for sure those like, are tough oh, Isaiah ones. wanted to do it but i can't because i don't have the money there's so many things i want to do i just don't have the money man right that's what's really next it's finding those things that i enjoy that i want to bring families together i want to give experiences like that and be able to be there and be a big kid with them at the same time like that's really what i love man because when you can bring families together that's how you that's how you you know you start ending ending things that need to be ended right you know well yeah so you know talking about never quitting never stopping uh i want to give a shout out because this is the last episode of my third year of the podcast so i did the math and i'm i'm averaging about 44 episodes a year it's pretty crazy so i'm going to be taking i'm going to be taking two weeks off a much needed break. I'm actually going to a wedding next weekend in Colorado. I never leave Eugene. So this is a big deal. And so I'm going to be taking off. So I, I wanted to take this opportunity to give a shout out to, to some of my sponsors, the big ones, you know, Oregon Cashflow Pro has been, been with me since the gate. 
Uh, James Barber is amazing. So shout out to Oregon Cashflow Pro. And then Subdermal Art Collective Tattoo Parlor. Uh, Jake Williams is just awesome. And that's somebody that J Jake and I disagree on politi politics big time. And he sponsors my show, signs off on my bullshit. <laughs> and so shout out to Jake. I love it. And then Jeremy Dirtball Cummings for, for joining on board. Uh, like, I, like I said, you know, find your dirt balls in your local grocery store. They're really good. So I recommend that. Plus, you can go to snacktack.com, uh, S-N-A-K-T-A-K.com, and you can uh, order them online, and he'll, he'll, he ships them personally. This is his own private business, just like what you're doing. It's like an individual yeah. in Eugene just doing something that had an idea. And the, I mean, here's a, here's some treats, something that can put a smile on your face. I don't know if the shave ice is necessarily yeah. healthy, but, but it's a, it's a good thing to do every once in a while. I'm not selling, I'm not selling health. I never right. said I was. No, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, selling, so. I'm selling, I'm selling fun in a cup, man. And right. experience in a cup. You're not going to get it everywhere. So might as well get some while you can. Right. You no, know, you can get Dairy Queen year round, you know, uh, right. so we're, I, we're here for you to offer something else. And I definitely do. So I live yeah. real close to one. So Isaiah Wagner, it's always a, a great thing to talk to you. Uh, I'm really proud of, of, of what I've watched come out of you over the last year and, and your evolution as a human being. It's been really cool. You know, you've done a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. This has been a wild yeah. year. So uh, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. Hey, Hey, I have an idea, man. I think that you, me, Thomas, and a couple other people should get together and talk about filming and doing like a circle chat, but with like local other, maybe another black business owner and maybe a couple business owners, you know, yeah, and just going through our experiences. Yeah, I've been thinking about like this too. Like an hour show, that would be that would be something money a man. A forum, you know, Mark Molina is somebody that I'd like to also get involved. You know, because Mark has Mark is Hispanic. You know, and we do and, it like a shop setup though, like where we're oh, kind of yeah. sitting down talking. Sure, but we can really get some different different uh, viewpoints from different people and their different experiences. I think that would be really good. It's definitely been something that's been brewing. Thomas works nine days a week. So, so, so it's really, it's really difficult. He has like 11 I jobs. So I do too. I literally have to go like right after <laughs> I know, this. I know this is tech. We had some technical difficulties. So this is actually take two little secret out there. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get out of here, but yeah, we, we will definitely, the work is just beginning for us. That's for, that's a Stop given. by justice shave ice. Yeah. Where's your next event? Follow our, follow our Facebook. Please post it. Oh yeah. Follow socials. So, so just, just dot, dot ice, ice five, four, one. And then Instagram, yeah, Instagram, and Justice Shave Ice on Facebook, right? And I'll I'll link all that stuff and and wherever you listen or watch this podcast, please like, please follow. Yeah, so uh, so Isaiah Wagner, thank you very much. We're gonna end this with a song, and this is awesome. So this is a newly released single from an upcoming album from a Eugene band. The band has a very long name. It's called Thinking About You Underwater. And my, uh, one of my uh, customers at the barbershop, Brandon Ferguson, he's on bass, and they just released a YouTube video. Uh, the new album is called Tayu, which is the acronym for Thinking About You Underwater. That's the band. The song's called Tsunami, and it's awesome. Like, it's this awesome Eugene indie rock band that's just popping out some really quality stuff. Like I said, new album coming July 23rd. So check out, you know, look, keep your eyes peeled for Thinking About You Underwater. That's the longest name ever for a band. But Isaiah Wagner, thank you very much. You're awesome. I appreciate you. And this is going to, this is the song Tsunami by Thinking About You Underwater. And I felt you underneath Your eyes were sleeping on me You set sail but you couldn't see 